So this Sikha talks about the gifts of the 12 princes. And uh, a, the 12 leaders of the tribes, the 12 princes. And, and the uh, meaning of the, the Medrash's uh, uh, praise of the tribes. Medrash says that they're all, it's considered as if they were all brought on the first day and it's considered that they were all brought on the last day. So we're going to try to figure out what that means, the, what's better, the last day, the first day. Why is it considered the old brought on the first day? Why is it considered the brought on the last day? Who would want to bring it on the last day anyways? Let's go. After the Torah concludes describing all of the gifts that the leaders of each tribe brought to inaugurate the altar, Torah says, The Torah then says, the summary of the total gift of all of the leaders of the of the tribes. That each of them gave a bowl, so altogether there were 12 silver bowls. So the Torah gives um, a summary of the sum total of their gifts. The Medish comments and says the following. On the day that the altar was inaugurated, only one gift was given. Day one, the altar was inaugurated, there was only one, one silver bowl. So why does the Torah say there was 12 on day one? The Torah considers it as if all 12 offered their silver bowl on the first day. On the day the altar was inaugurated, on day one, the Torah considers it as if there's 12 bowls there. The Medrash isn't satisfied by saying this. The Medrash also adds a phrase and says, and it's also considered as if all of them brought on the 12th day. So we, it's considered like, as if they all brought it on day one of Nisan, and it's also considered like they all brought on day 12 of Nisan. How does the Talmud know that it's considered as if all of them brought it on the day 12 of Nisan? We have a proof for day one, but it says this is the a gift of the, of, the, of the leaders of the Shvatim on the day the altar was inaugurated. The altar was inaugurated on day one. But how do we know that's considered like they all brought their gift on the 12th day? Because it says in the Torah, this is the, this is the inauguration of the altar after it was anointed. After it was anointed. So that means we're not talking about day one, we're talking about after it was anointed, after all of, of the, the, the offerings were brought uh, later on on the 12th day, so this is their gift on the twelfth day. So we're considering all of their gifts to be on day twelve. We understand something. The advantage of bringing things on day one is understood. The guy who is honored with giving the first gift, that indicates that he is precious in the eyes of Hashem. He's greater than everybody else. That's why he's honored to give the first gift. So it's something that the g- gift in the first day says about the giver. It's possible to think that the inauguration of the, temp- of the altar was really on the, only the first time it was, the sacrifice was brought. 
You could say that the guy who brought the altar, the sacrifice on day one, he was the one who inaugurated the altar, and then the altar is inaugurated. So you would think that day one is the best thing. First of all, it shows the greatness of the one who brought it on day one. Second of all, the impact of his gift. Now the cheftzer, what he changed by giving the sacrifice, also, day one is the one who did the full inauguration. So you'd think that Nachshon has the uh, has the has the uh, real prize, and everyone else is the loser's prize. So it's, you'd think he is the one who who is honored with the first gift. He is the one who really inaugurated the, the, temp- the altar. And therefore, the medrash clarifies and says, "Don't think that way." The Torah considers each leader as if they brought first and if they inaugurated the altar and if they did the fir- very first sacrifice. So that makes sense. That's the Medish says, the first phrase in the Medish. Let's consider it as if they all brought on day one. Okay, now we understand. What's so good about saying that's considered as if they all brought last? You know, talking about little children, you know, he's your first is the worst and second is the... A third is the one who gets, you know, uh, you try to tell the child that the last is best. But, but, what are we, we're talking about the over the truth. How is it considered a virtue to be, con- if it's if all of the gifts were on the last day? Jim has become explanations as follows. What's the point of bringing sacrifices on, on the altar? The general theme of offering these sacrifices is closeness. The word sacrifice in Hebrew comes from the word karev, which means close. The one who is offering the sacrifice is becoming closer to the Abishtar. He's getting, he's, getting, he's getting more in touch. The reason why Hashem divided the Jewish people into 12 tribes is because every single tribe has their way of serving Hashem. As Yaakov blessed each of the Shvatim, a different blessing, because each of them has their own way of serving Hashem. They all, they all have this different spiritual gift. They all connect with Hashem in a different way. There are 12 different paths. And each leader and each tribe has a unique way of serving Hashem. That's why there's 12 tribes. And that's the reason why the inauguration of the altar was done through all 12 leaders. It wasn't done through Mesha and Aaron. It was specifically done through each of the 12 leaders of each tribe. Why? Because each leader inaugurated the altar according to his way of serving Hashem. Each leader brought sacrifices in sync with his specific path in serving Hashem. That's how the Medrash answers something else. The Medrash asks, how come the Torah repeats the gift of each tribe? If they all brought the same thing, so just say once, they all brought the same thing. This is what they brought. But the Torah doesn't do that. The Torah says, the leader of the tribe of Yehuda brought this gift, and it's, it says all details of the gift. The leader of the tribe of Yisachar brought this gift, and it says it's exactly the same as the gift of Yehuda. 
But the Torah doesn't say it's just the same. The Torah says all the details again of the same exact gift that the leader of Yehuda brought. So why did Torah repeat it again? So Medrash answers, Each of these leaders may have brought the same thing, but they all had a different intent. Each tribe has a different blessing, different path, different way of serving Hashem. Each person brought the same gift with his own insight. And the Medrash describes at length what Nachshin meant when he brought the silver bowl and what Yisachar meant. And it's different. And each tribe had a different intent to bring the same exact gift. So it comes out that each day of these 12 days of inauguration, there's a totally different inauguration. Each tribe is inaugurating the altar in their way of coming close to Hashem, in their path in serving Hashem. There's a different inauguration each day. It's a brand new inauguration that, has nothing to do, that is totally unique uh, to the inauguration the day before. So the inauguration of the altar was not completed until each leader and all the leaders brought their sacrifices according to their path that they served Hashem with their unique role, their unique way of serving Hashem. Only then is the, un, is the altar inaugurated. So only on day 12, for example, when the tribe of Naphtali is offering their sacrifice, only then are the people of the tribe of Naphtali uh, um, brought closer to Hashem in this Mishkan, the, the, which their lives is about, as the Torah says, that Hashem blessed tribe of Naphtali to be like a gazelle. So, so the, the, their, their connection to Hashem is only created uh, Inaugurated on day 12. That's going to explain why the says we consider it as if they brought it all on day 1, and we consider it as if they all brought it on day 12. What is the saying? Which one's better? Although on each day of the inauguration there is a new detail that was inaugurated that was not done the day before. Through the leader of that the specific day, he opened up a new channel in the way of serving us in the service of Hashem that was not brought the day before. There's still an advantage in day one, and there's an advantage in day twelve. On day one, you have the advantage of being of the beginning of opening up this whole inauguration ceremony of making the first. First connection. More. The main thing is, on day one, in addition to connecting the tribe of Yehuda with the service, and besides that, there is now a new thing. The altar has now been inaugurated. There's, there's something brand new. There's a general connection that has been achieved through the gift of the very first leader of the tribe of Yehuda, then he has now inaugurated the altar. He's, he's opened up the door for the inauguration. We now have an a altar which is now uh, is now prepared for the service through his gift. So besides the unique 
um, connection that the tribe of Yehuda has with Hashem, which he is enhanced by his gift, besides that, he's also made the initial connection of the altar in general with Hashem, with, with, with the altar is now being inaugurated and is now ready to be used in the service. But there's an advantage also on day 12. Now all of the tribes, including the last tribe, Naphtali, has also been connected and their service of Hashem has now been enhanced by their gift being brought in the altar of the Mishkan. And now they have uh, received something, a closeness that the sacrifice gives they have gotten that, this additional closeness to Hashem through their um, offering being brought. So now we have on day 12 a renewal of the altar for all the Jewish people. Until day 12, you don't have this closeness that this that sacrifice is meant to achieve for the Jewish people as a whole. You have it for for each tribe, you have it for most of the Shvatim. But when can you say that all the Jewish people have now been enhanced with this closeness with Hashem, you can only say this on day 12. And this is what the Medish means when it says, we consider it as if they all brought it on day 1. The old border on day twelve. Each leader only was able to achieve the inauguration for his sacrifices. But that's sorry. It's not only that each leader achieved the inauguration for his sacrifices. Ella rather Rather, we consider it as if each leader has the advantage of the general inauguration. So there's two things that we consider each, each leader... To, oh, in first and last, right. So we consider it as if the, each, each, um, each leader achieved the potential of all the details. In other words, Yehuda... He opens the door. So he has the advantage of creating the potential of the full inauguration. So we, he, we consider each leader as opening the door and, and creating the potential for inauguration. That's, that's, that's the, the first thing Medrash says. We consider it as if each of them brought it on day one. Then the Medrash says, we consider it as if each of them is brought it on day 12. What does that mean? Not only does each of them have, is considered as opening the door for the potential for inauguration of all 12 tribes, but more, we consider as each of them has completed the entire inauguration for Klal Yisrael. So there is an advantage of being the Klal Yisrael guy, of finishing the whole thing for all the Jewish people. That's an, uh, the advantage of the tribe of Naphtali. And there's an advantage of the tribe of Yehuda who opened the door first and made the potential for everyone to connect to Hashem and for the altar to be inaugurated, to, 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 to create the, the, the potential for all 12 tribes. So we consider each of them as if opening the door first, and we consider each of them as if they concluded the inauguration for all the Jewish people. Okay. Move on to understood. If the Torah of Truth, because the Torah of Truth says that we consider it as if they all brought in day one, and we consider it as if they brought in day 12, so that means that each tribe, each leader, in truth, 
is a part of everybody. Hey, Mashem Rishon, hey, Mashem Rishon. Every leader has the advantage, has a, has a portion in day one, and every leader has a portion day 12. The Medrash says that no one brought anything more than the other. No one had a bigger gift than the other. Because if one of them would have brought something more than anyone else, then the halacha would have been that none of the sacrifices would have pushed off Shabbos. That's what the Medrash says. The Medrash says, the tribe of Ephraim, their sacrifices brought on Shabbos. The halacha would have been, they would not have been able, if, there, if one of the tribes would have brought a bigger gift than anyone else, then the, the halacha would have been that none of the tribes could, would have been able to bring it on Shabbos. Why? What, what does that mean? What's the connection between the size of the gifts and the fact that they're all equal with pushing off Shabbos and offering a sacrifice on Shabbos. What's the reason that the Allah is that their gifts push, push off the laws of Shabbos and we do all these things which are usually forbidden on Shabbos. We slaughter the animal and we, we burn it. Why is this allowed to be done on Shabbos? It's only because the Torah considers all of the tribes as if they were the first and all the tribes are there as if they were the last. Allah is that you can't bring a personal sacrifice on Shabbos. You can bring a communal sacrifice on Shabbos. So the question is, how do we view the gifts of the leaders of the tribes? Do we look at it as a, a personal gift or as a korban tzibur, as a gift for all the Jewish people? So the Medrash says, do we consider it as if a communal, it's a communal gift? And the proof, so goes on, the proof that it's a communal gift is the fact that they all brought the same size sacrifice. Since each day, each of them brought this very same sacrifices, that indicates, that demonstrates, that each of them wasn't only bringing a gift for that specific leader, rather, each of them was also contributing to the community as a whole, and therefore, they were able to be brought on Shabbos. So it's as if each sacrifice was something that all of the Jewish people were offering. So although, let's say, day one is the tribe of Yehuda. It's not just the tribe of Yehuda. Yehuda is bringing a segment of the, the, the sum of all of the Jewish people's sacrifices to Hashem. If Yehuda would only have brought his sacrifice, if that's what his role would have been, then that would have been an individual sacrifice. The individual sacrifice can be brought on Shabbos. But because Yehuda's sacrifice is considered as if, it's, as if it was brought on day 12, and because Naphtali's sacrifice is considered as if it's brought on day 1, what that means is that we look at each sacrifice as having to do with either the potential energy of all the Jewish people or, if you will, the kinetic energy of all the Jewish people, of the practical uh, revelation of all the Jewish people. So because each of these uh, gifts are not just a detail, but they're a segment of the whole, 
that's why they're allowed to be brought on Shabbos. They're not considered as, as if just one sacrifice. They're considered as if they're brought on the last day. They're considered as if they're brought on the first day. It's about Klal Yisrael. They brought them on different days, but they're all about Klal Yisrael. Okay, so everything's all rainbows and roses right now. We need to have a question. We still have a question. We explain everything really well, but there's still a question. We said before that why is it that the Torah repeats over and over again this, the details of the offering of each leader? The reason is, is because although they brought the same things, each of them had something else in mind when they brought this gift. So if each of them has something else in mind, so then that points out to the individuality of each sacrifice. Why are we saying that they were all offering as a segment of Klai Yisrael? Really, we see that each tribe, there was, it was highlighted their own unique gift. Tzachene, on the other hand, if indeed all of them were about Klai Yisrael, then why was it divided in 12 days? If, in, on the one hand, why are they all thinking about their own thoughts if it's about Klai Yisrael? On the other hand, if indeed it's about Klai Yisrael, then why are they bringing it in different days? Originally, the leaders thought, that's what we should do. We should all bring on the same day. The Pasuk indicates that they, they originally thought to bring all their sacrifices on the same day. But despite their um, intent to bring it all together, God said that specifically each leader should bring a sacrifice on their own day. They shouldn't bring it all together. So we must say that there's two different components in their offerings. On the one hand, the offerings of the leaders of the tribes were communal offerings. It was about everyone together. It wasn't about in the individual nature of each, of each tribe. On the other hand, the halacha is that each leader, when they brought the sacrifice, they had to use their own money to buy the sacrifice. Mishalai Hevi, as, as Rashi says, each one brought the sacrifice to their own money. So, um, and we don't find that sometimes the halacha is you could use your own money. Uh, like, for example, the daily communal sacrifices, you're supposed to give a half shekel. But it's not like you have a half shekel and you have a share that you own the communal sacrifice. You're supposed to give away the money that belongs now to the community. And so the sacrifice which is purchased is Meser Yafa Yafa. It belongs to the community. It's not, it doesn't belong to the individual anymore. So we don't find by... That's regarding the daily sacrifice. That when you give your half shekel, it no longer is yours and it belongs to the community. However, regarding the leaders of the tribes, we don't find that emphasis. We, each one gave their own sacrifice with their own money, and remain their own, it remained their own sacrifice. Uh, I, I, and that the Torah emphasizes, each person has their own thing in mind, they bring the sacrifice. And as the Torah says, whose sacrifice is this? This is a sacrifice in Nachshman and Nadav. So, that's why they're all brought on different days, each one has something else in mind, and they have their own unique gift, and they have ownership of that, of that gift. So we find... Um, two opposite things we have to explain about the sacrifices that on the one hand we see that it's it's Klal Yisrael that they're brought on Shabbos on the other hand we find specifically highlighted the ownership of each leader 
and the intent of each person, we have to figure out how these two things come together. It's Hashem tomorrow. All right.